0: Good evening, everyone. To open our meeting tonight, uh, Lil, will you please announce the first hymn?
1: Hymn number 45. Dear God, how glorious is thy name through all the earth and sea and sky, the wondrous heavens thy handiwork, the moon and stars hast thou ordained. Hymn number 45.
0: like to follow along with the readings tonight, please go to our website, and on the home page you'll see the link for the live broadcast. Click on that, and then look for the place that says, Click Here for the text of the Wednesday readings. You do so, and there you will find the readings for tonight. And the theme for tonight is, The Beauty of Holiness. And the readings will now be given by Fairley from Maryland.
2: The Bible. Psalms. Give unto the Lord the glory due unto his name. Worship the Lord in the beauty of holiness. First Chronicles. Sing unto the Lord, all the earth show forth from day to day his salvation declare his glory among the heathen his marvelous works among all nations for great is the Lord and greatly to be praised he also is to be feared above all gods for all the gods of the people are idols but the Lord made the heavens glory and honor are in his presence strength and gladness are in his place give unto the Lord the kindred of the people give unto the Lord glory and strength give unto the Lord the glory due unto his name bring an offering and come before him worship the Lord in the beauty of holiness Second Chronicles, Jehoshaphat bowed his head with his face to the ground, and all Judah and the inhabitants of Jerusalem fell before the Lord, worshiping the Lord. And they rose early in the morning and went forth into the wilderness of Tekoa. And as they went forth, Jehoshaphat stood and said, Hear me, O Judah. And ye inhabitants of Jerusalem, believe in the Lord your God, so shall ye be established. Believe his prophets, so shall ye prosper. And when he had consulted with the people, he appointed singers unto the Lord, and that should praise the beauty of holiness. As they went out before the army, and to say, Praise the Lord, for his mercy endureth forever. Luke. Blessed be the Lord God of Israel, for he hath visited and redeemed his people, and hath raised up an horn of salvation for us in the house of his servant David, as he spake by the mouth of his holy prophets which have been since the world began, that we should be saved from our enemies and from the hand of all that hate us, to perform the mercy promised to our fathers and to remember his holy covenant, the oath which he swore to our father Abraham, that he would grant unto us that we being delivered out of the hand of our enemies might serve him without fear, in holiness and righteousness before him all the days of our life. Isaiah, strengthen ye the weak hands, and confirm the feeble knees. Say to them that are of a fearful heart, be strong, fear not. Behold, your God will come with vengeance. Even God with a recompense. He will come and save you. Then the eyes of the blind shall be opened. And the ears of the deaf shall be unstopped. Then shall the lame man leap as an heart. And the tongue of the dumb Sing. For in the wilderness shall waters break out, and streams in the desert, and the parched ground shall become a pool, and the thirsty land springs of water, in the habitation of dragons, where each lay shall be grass with reeds and rushes, and a highway shall be there and away, and it shall be called. The way of holiness. Romans I speak after the manner of men, because of the infirmity of your flesh. For as ye have yielded your members servants to uncleanness and to iniquity unto iniquity, even so now yield your members servants to righteousness unto holiness for when ye were the servants of sin ye were free from righteousness what fruit had ye then in those things whereof ye are now ashamed for the end of those things is death but now being made free from sin and become servants to God ye have your fruit unto holiness and the end, everlasting life. For relative passages from Science and Health with Key to the Scriptures and Prose Works by Mary Baker Eddy. Being is holiness, harmony, immortality. It is already proved that a knowledge of this even in small degree will uplift the physical and moral standard of mortals will increase longevity will purify and elevate character thus progress will finally destroy all error and bring immortality to light the same power which heals sin heals also sickness This is the beauty of holiness. That when truth heals the sick, it casts out evils. And truth casts out the evil called disease, it heals the sick. Man, whose senses are spiritual, is my likeness. He reflects the infinite understanding, for I am infinity. The beauty of holiness, the perfection of being, imperishable glory, all are mine, for I am God. I give immortality to man, for I am truth. I include and impart all bliss, for I am love. I give life without beginning and without end. For I am life. I am supreme and give all. For I am mind. I am the substance of all. Because I am that I am. We know that a desire for holiness is requisite in order to gain holiness. But if we desire holiness above all else, We shall sacrifice everything for it. We must be willing to do this that we may walk securely in the only practical road to holiness. Christians rejoice in secret beauty and bounty hidden from the world but known to God. Self-forgetfulness, purity, and affection of constant prayers. Practice, not profession. Understanding, not belief. Gain the ear and right hand of omnipotence. And they assuredly call down infinite blessings. Trustworthiness is the foundation of enlightened faith. Without a fitness for holiness, We cannot receive holiness. The alders bend over the streams to shake out their tresses in the water mirrors. That mortals bow before the creator and looking through love's transparency, behold man in God's own image and likeness, arranging in the beauty of holiness each budding thought. God is not chargeable with imperfection. His mode is declared the beauty of holiness, and his manifold wisdom shines through the visible world in glimpses of the eternal verities. Even through the mists of mortality is seen the brightness of his coming. Into mortal mind's material obliquity I gazed and stood abashed. Blanched was the cheek of pride. My heart bent low before the omnipotence of spirit. And a tint of humility, soft as the heart of a moonbeam, mantled the earth. Bethlehem and Bethany, Gethsemane and Calvary Spoke to my chastened sense As by the tearful lips of a babe Frozen fountains were unsealed Erudite systems of philosophy and religion melted For love unveiled the healing promise and potency Of a present spiritual afflatus it was the gospel of healing on its divinely appointed human mission. Bearing on its white wings to my apprehension, the beauty of holiness. Even the possibilities of spiritual insight, knowledge, and being. We should endeavor to be long-suffering, faithful, faithful. And charitable with all. To this small effort, let us add one more privilege, namely silence, whenever it can substitute censure. Avoid voicing error, but utter the truth of God and the beauty of holiness, the joy of love, and the peace of God that passeth all understanding, recommending to all men, fellowship in the bonds of Christ. Saint Paul writes, follow peace with all men, holiness, without which no man shall see the Lord. To attain peace and holiness, is to recognize the divine presence and allness. Jesus said, "I am the way." Kindle the watchfires of unselfed love and throw a light upon the uncomplaining agony in the life of our Lord. They open the enigmatical seals of the angel standing in the sun a glorified spiritual idea of the ever-present God in whom there is no darkness but all is light and man's immortal being. Our Master says, the kingdom of heaven is at hand. Then God and heaven or life are present and death is not the real stepping stone to life and happiness they are now and here and a change in human consciousness from sin to holiness would reveal this wonder of being because God is ever-present no boundary of time can separate us from him and the heaven of his presence and because God is life all life is eternal
0: we will now have a moment of silent prayer and then follow by repeating together the lord's prayer
3: Our Father, which art in heaven,
0: hallowed be thy please announce the next hymn.
4: Hymn number 115. Holy Father, thou hast taught
2: us we should live to thee alone. Year by year thy hand hath brought us on through dangers oft unknown. When we wandered, thou hast found us. When we doubted, sent us light. Still thine arm has been around us. All our paths were in thy sight. Hymn number 115.
0: Good evening and welcome to the Plainfield Christian Science Church Independent. This is our weekly Wednesday evening testimony meeting for Wednesday, March 9th, 2022. Welcome one and all. We have quite a wonderful outreach from our church, much of which is through our various websites, many of which are in other foreign languages. And as a result, the inspired word of our Heavenly Father is reaching people all across the globe. Indeed, people from all over the world have found our church. And we're thankful for each and one of you who have done so. I would like to encourage everyone to browse through our websites. There's quite a lot of material there. It's all healing and inspiring, and it is all free of charge, and it comes with the love of this church. And I'd like to point out one article that we're now featuring on the home page of our English website, and it's entitled, The Simplicity of Metaphysical Practice by Peter V. Ross. So if you ever had any concerns about the complexity of things, read this article, It uh, explains it very clearly, and it's very helpful. Uh, Join us every Sunday morning. We start Sundays here at 10 o'clock in the morning with our roundtable discussion. We follow that with our church service at 11 o'clock, and we also offer a Sunday school for children, which meets every Sunday morning at 11 a.m., And our Sunday school has a teleconference feature that we offer. It enables the children to attend our Sunday school by telephone. And indeed, many of the students do. But what this means is that your child also can attend our Sunday school by telephone, regardless of where you live. So call up the church. We'll give you the number for the Sunday school. We would love to welcome your child there. One more announcement before we go on. The Bible study. Yes, this Saturday we're having our Bible study, 10 o'clock in the morning. The Bible study questions are posted on the website. So please plan on joining us 10 o'clock in the morning on Saturday for a wonderful Bible study. I will now read from the Church Manual by Mary Baker Eddy the section entitled, Testimonials. Glorify God in your body and in your spirit, which are God's, St. Paul. Testimony in regard to the healing of the sick is highly important. More than a mere rehearsal of blessings, it scales the pinnacle of praise and illustrates the demonstration of Christ Who healeth all thy diseases. This testimony, however, shall not include a description of symptoms or of suffering, though the generic name of the disease may be indicated. Now for everyone that gives a testimony tonight, we ask that you keep it within four minutes. This will give everybody else the opportunity to share their offering. And for those who are on the teleconference, when you're ready to give a testimony, uh, please press the star button twice. Keep in mind, however, when you do so, we're going to be able to hear you as well as any other sounds that your telephone picks up. So please be in a quiet place. And I will call on each of you one at a time by name. And our meeting tonight is now open for sharing testimonies of healing through Christian science. Janet Janet from Georgia, go ahead.
5: Thank you. Thank you for the beautiful service this evening. I'm very grateful for the many publications found on the Plainfield website. One article in particular is found in the June 2016 newsletter, and it's entitled Pray Without Ceasing. For me, this article is a wonderful example of how to demonstrate God with us. This article reminded me of an experience I had many years ago. A friend of mine who is a Christian scientist and I lived in the same apartment building. She wanted to have friends over for a party. But since the apartments were studio apartments, the space was limited, so she decided to have two separate events. The first event was a great success. There was a lot of joy and laughter, and everyone had such a wonderful time and said so. The following weekend, she hosted the second event. This one could not compare to the first. It was a very sober party. It was actually dull. After the guests left, I mentioned to my friend how there was such a marked difference between the two events. I asked her if she knew why there was such a big difference. And she said, yes, I prayed before the first party, but I forgot to pray for the second. This was really eye-opening for me. It brought to my thought just how important it is to pray about everything I do. I would like to express my gratitude tonight for being able to attend in person last Sunday's service at Plainfield. Every time I attend this beautiful church, it get more and more beautiful to me. I was told that the church was built in 1925 but it looks brand new. This is a testament to all of you at Plainfield for your love and your wonderful dedication. I love you all. Thank you.
0: Thank you. Patricia, Patricia from Canada. Go ahead.
4: This is from my diary, 1981. It was busy season in the advertising studio where I worked as an assembly paste-up artist. We were really tight to deadline on a very important project. The client was pacing the floor, terribly worried about the deadline. I'd gone into the photostat room to shoot photostats. And while I was there, unbeknownst to me, the client, who... Himself had had experience in assembly piece up in his early career, tried to help things along by finishing the assembly of his (laughs) job on my drafting table. He grabbed his art boards when done and dashed off to the printer. However, in his rush, he left my artist's exacto knife sticking straight out. Now... We were all well-trained to return all of our tools, especially the cutting tools, carefully to the tool tray in the front of our drafting tables immediately after we used them. I wasn't expecting any problems when I returned with my arms piled full of art boards and photostats. In the art studio, it had never happened before that anyone would work on anyone else's drafting table, and this Artist's exacto was not like the typical exacto knife that you'd see in a hardware store. It was thin, pencil shaped, a silver knife with a long blade. And I didn't see it because it was thin and sticking straight out from the silver tray. Being in a hurry as I was working on a rush job, I ran straight into the knife and it penetrated my stomach. Without a word to anyone, I withdrew to the washroom and made a bandage for the area, although I did not look at the wound. I paced the floor, praying with all my heart. I remembered the scriptural counsel to deal quickly with thine adversary while thou art in the way with him. Mary Baker Eddy points out in Science and Health that the significance of blood is sacrifice, and I saw that I must sacrifice the belief that I was a mortal subject to time constraints or physical sense which testifies to accident or injury. Rather, I was the reflection of God's peace and freedom. The bleeding stopped immediately and I was able to return to the studio rejoicing without anyone realizing what had happened. I did have to walk slower than usual for a few days as I continued to pray, but there was no pain, and the problem was quickly healed. I'm so very grateful that God led me to the doors of the Christian Science Church where the Bible and Science and Health, written by Mary Baker Eddy, have been my teachers. I'm especially grateful for being again led to our wonderful Plainfield Church. Thank you.
0: Thank you. Mara from Mississippi. Go ahead.
6: I want to say thank you to everyone from the Plainfield Christian Science Church, and especially my practitioner. Um, Also, the readings tonight were so beautiful. When I first discovered the articles on YouTube and uh, the Plainfield Christian Science website, I was in search of something that could help me with my fear and anxiety. Over the past few months, with a lot of help and patience from my practitioner, I have progressed in my understanding of God and Christian science. This has helped me with my fears. It is so easy now, if I become afraid or anxious, to remember that I am in the secret place of the Most High, and God is right here with me. And not just me, but anyone who understands this and reaches out to him. Um, I'm I'm starting to experience many instances where I feel God and his love, protection, and guidance are all around me. I have recently experienced a near-miss, potentially serious and dangerous car accident. Um, That didn't happen. and I, I've been finding lost items quickly when I reach out to God, along with being able to develop more positive, loving relationships with people. I'm so thankful for being led to Plainsville Christian Science Independent Church. Thank you so much.
0: Thank you. Luba, Luba from Ohio. Go ahead.
1: Thank you. The thought came that this church is a haven at all times, and especially in challenging times. The biblical definition of haven is a shelter, a place of safety. It is primarily God's dwelling place in the biblical tradition, a parallel realm where everything operates according to God's will. Heaven is the is a place of peace, love, community, and worship, where God is surrounded by a heavenly court and other heavenly beings. Plainfield Church is, defines this; uh, continues to prov- uh, define this, and for all it provides. And I'm so very grateful for this, and also grateful to my ever-present supportive practitioner. I'm so happy to be here this evening.
0: Thank you. Nancy from New Jersey. Go ahead.
7: Thank you for the very beautiful readings and music. Tonight I wanted to express my gratitude for the Unity Watches that are done in the Plainfield Church. A few years ago, during a conversation with my sister, who was attending the church Plainfield Church, she told me about the weekly watches being done here. I was immediately drawn to this and felt a deep desire to become a part of watching and praying in unity with others. This was something that I had been looking for without even realizing it. It has been life-changing and a great blessing. Although joining the watches was my first encounter with the Plainfield Church, I quickly found myself eagerly going onto the church website many times every day, reaching out to a Plainfield practitioner for prayerful support, listening to roundtables and services, and ultimately becoming a member of this beautiful church where we are taught how to to spiritually understand, to practice, and to live this science, not just on Sundays, but each and every day. I am so grateful for that conversation that led me here and for this church and all we are given and taught here and how we have the opportunity in return to give to and share with others the riches of the blessings received through the study of Christian science. I am so very grateful to God and for this church, for Christ Jesus, for Mary Baker Eddy, for my practitioner. <clears throat> for this beautiful service this evening. Thank you.
0: Thank you.
8: <clears throat>
0: Kelly from California. Go ahead.
8: Hi, Plainfield. Thank you for being here. And um, thank you for the services that are so steady. And the reading tonight was beautiful. I loved the part where from retrospection and introspection, my heart bent low before the omnipotence of spirit and a tint of humility, soft as the heart of a moonbeam. It's such beautiful words and the whole reading. Um, and thank you, God, for bringing me here to Plainfield. I love... Um, blessed are you, Lord, our God, King of the universe, loyal friend master engineer, the only creator, I learned that prayer from The Chosen, which Plainfield introduced me to, and I'm learning so much here. So one thing I'm working with is uh, there's a family feud going on for years, and an outside person told lies about me to the family, and some family members believed it, and then it spread around the family, and more family members believed the lie, and a lot of resentment and anger rose up in me and has been with me for many for almost for ten years. And uh, and every time I try to explain how what they're believing is a lie, it would just make things worse. And so I knew, okay, this is God has to do that has to reveal this, not me. But I came across a passage, and it and I I don't know where I found it, but. I go on the website a lot, and I go to all the roundtables and the church services, and I just love everything about the website. But um, it's the, the message is my, the quote is, my family came forth from God. Our background is God Himself. And so I was working with that every time I started thinking about the lie or how to fix everything, I would always, and, and how I hate this family member or that one. I would always go back. No, my family came forth from God and our background is God himself. And so I I was working for with that for a couple weeks and then I went to a family funeral, an Irish funeral and and I was I was worried about what's going to happen when I see these people I haven't seen certain family members for a long time and 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 my fear melted. My anxiety melted. But what happened when this, when one of the main players in this uh, drama showed up was all we hugged and all my resentment just melted away. Now, I don't know how it is going on that person's part. But for me, all my resentment melted away. And and I know it's from my work um, coming here, and I worked with the practitioner at Plainfield for a year, and I've learned so much, and I have so much to practice, so, and I just want to thank you all for being here.
0: Thank you. Ron from North Carolina. Go ahead.
9: Thank you. Last Sunday's roundtable talked about the hand of God and how ever-present that support is, regardless of where we may find ourselves. This brought to mind an experience I had several years ago that demonstrated to me that God's hand can be manifested in forms not expected and in ways that the recipient of such support is both the giver and the receiver. Linda and I had signed up for a guided mule train tour on the island of Molokai, one of the many Hawaiian islands. From this island's sea cliffs down to the ocean, this was to be a difficult, steep descent of 2,000 feet with 26 switchbacks on uneven rocky surfaces, all on the back of a mule. Our destination was a leper colony that had existed in the late 1800s through the 1940s. Now, I had never been on the back of a mule, nor was I particularly enamored with height. In fact, height was a fear I had not fully come to terms with. My mule was a gentle old soul named Puka, who had been doing this ride for quite some time. His experience and calm demeanor did not quell my initial apprehensions, which went on high alert when we encountered the first switchback. He stopped just short of the cliff's edge. I found myself looking straight down to a distant, tiny shoreline with nothing between me and it, but this mule's long nose. Upon stopping, his back end sidestepped 90 degrees, and he continued on down the trail, following the mule in front of him. This was to happen 25 more times over the next 90 minutes. By the time we reached bottom, my respect and admiration for this animal had grown, and I felt a great gratitude for the service he had provided me. After a tour of the colony, it was time to head back up the trail to the mainland. On the way down the trail, we were instructed to lean back in the saddle and hold on to the saddle's horn. On the way back up, it was just the opposite. I was to lean forward and literally hug my big companion's neck. During the ascent, I felt a deep sense of connection and gratitude. I was grateful for the spiritual qualities being expressed by my new friend. Puka embodied fearlessness, strength, loyalty, patience, steadfastness, and an abiding trust. I felt intimately connected to these qualities and expressed my gratitude inwardly and vocally to him on our journey upwards. Upon our arrival at the starting point, I dismounted expressing one final show of gratitude with a rub on Puka's forehead before joining Linda a short distance away. As she and I were getting our legs back and sharing what we had just experienced, this mule made his way toward us. I watched as he nudged Linda aside and came directly up to me. He lowered his head and put his forehead gently onto my chest. In silence, I felt the power of this moment deeply. I understood it to be an expressed acknowledgement of a meaningful meaningful connection we had shared. That gesture, though brief, has endured in my awareness. For me, it was a powerful affirmation that the hand of God is ever-present, supporting, demonstrating, and enlightening the way. I am extremely grateful to Mary Baker Eddy her early students in the Plainfield Christian Science Church Independent for pointing the way to the reality of God's kingdom. It is through their efforts that this slow learner is learning how to discern what's true and enduring about any situation I may find myself in. Christian science teaches it's never person, place, or thing, but rather spiritual qualities that drive God's kingdom. That's the back on which to ride. And sometimes that may take the form of a big animal in a faraway place to drive that truth home. Thank you.
0: Thank you. Jay from New Hampshire. Go ahead.
10: Thank you for the beautiful readings and the beautiful service and all the other testimonies. In my work as a landlord in a town that has its challenges economically, socially, and otherwise, it has been my endeavor to see that place and person is always a spiritual reflection of God, and not the material poor circumstance that it sometimes claims to be. It is of utmost importance to me, then, not to get caught up in animal magnetism's attempts to impress me with drug abuse with uncleanness, with poverty, with dishonesty, or with drama of any kind. One day, about three weeks ago, I succumbed to the latter. I was horrified to learn that one of my tenants was gossiping about another on social media, making accusations that were not true in regard to the other tenant's personal family matter. I found myself angrier than I think I have ever been. As anger is not a part of me in reality and never has been much of a temptation, I felt very low and bad about myself after angry words were exchanged between the two of us. It was time to turn this lie around. Mary Baker Eddy, the discoverer and founder of Christian Science, says in her amazing textbook, Science and Health, with key to the scriptures, clad in the panoply of love, Human hatred cannot reach you. I looked up these words, clad and panoply, and found much comfort that to be clad is to be covered as with a garment, and panoply means complete armor or defense. I asked God for direction in this matter, and two days later felt impelled to go to the door of this tenant, and humbled, apologized for my behavior. I resisted thoughts of self-pity and self-justification about the situation and practiced seeing and loving my neighbor as myself. My apology was well-received, and I was most grateful. Knowing that no one is left out of this circle of God's love, I continued to pray over the next couple of weeks, knowing, too, that God's angels, or as Mrs. Eddy calls them, God's thoughts passing to man, were present everywhere and that everyone involved does hear and is blessed by them. Earlier this week, I received an email from this tenant with an attachment of the letter that she sent to the other person involved. The letter was an apology from her for having believed the lies that led her to become involved in a gossiping and negative manner. She then asked for his forgiveness. It never ceases me, never ceases to amaze me how God cares for his children when we're listening for his direction. In my work, I have seen so clearly how all can hear this direction and be blessed immeasurably by it. Words cannot say how grateful I am for what I learn each day about God and Christian science. Thank you to all at the Plainfield Church.
11: Good night. Thank you. Gary. I'd like to relate an experience I had. Um, it was a few years ago. Some of you have heard this, but many of you have not. It was uh, in the middle of the night, one night, I awoke in, with, with great extreme pain in my mouth. And... Uh, could not get back to sleep, so in the morning I made an emergency visit to my dentist who told me that I had an infected wisdom tooth and uh, recommended that I should have it removed as soon as possible because if I didn't, I would continue to be in pain for a long time. Well, after the appointment, I had the opportunity to talk to a Christian science practitioner from this church, and with great confidence, great love, and great compassion, he told me that God made absolutely nothing that could poison any of his children, that God only knows perfection, and in his love, he keeps us perfect. Well, this was making me feel much better. And then I was told that nothing could infect the perfection of God or of me. Well, by then, I was feeling tremendously loved. I could feel God there. And the pain began to subside. And that day, I was... uh, scheduled to join others in the church to do some work on one of the houses that members of the church lived in we used to call them work parties and i was able to do everything that i needed to do and and do it well that night i was able to sleep without pain and in the morning the pain was absolutely gone and it never returned I was completely healed. Well, I thank God for the help of that practitioner, for the love and the, and the great love that was expressed, the divine love that was expressed. I'm very grateful to Mary Baker Eddy for discovering this science and giving it to all mankind. And I'm grateful to be here tonight with all of you.
0: Thank you. Benjamin.
12: I'm happy to be here tonight as well. Um, many years ago um when I first um um found Christian science, I started to learn about it and um I started to realize um there were so much to learn about God. Um, In fact, it was actually what I wanted. Um, Growing up um, as Methodist and Evangelical, then Pentecostal, (laughs) Um, finding uh, Christian science was um, eye-opening to me. But in 2000, just because of what's going on uh, in the world today geopolitical um, unrest and we all saw it we heard about it and then um, um, hatred for one another but it was in 2001 when the whole world faced similar um, circumstances like we face today. It was a a trial time for Christians all over the world. Um, the world was faced with challenges of war and hate. And that time, I myself, I was in the missionary. I was living in an um, Islamic country. Um, that was just a few days um, after 9-11 so it was also particularly challenging for me and uh, a lot of friends that time being in the midst of people who who hate you uh, in their own times they thought they hate us but it was also exciting time for me what possibly the most the most exciting time of my life Um. You know, because God will learn in the Bible and also here that God will never allow us to face challenges that we cannot overcome. He always equips us with all the tools that we we would need to overcome any challenges that will come on our way. So we have no doubt about that. Um, but Finding finding Christian Science that time I was very active studying Christian Science that time as well Even though I was living very far away in the desert But I was very active with the Plainfield Church Receiving all the supplies that I need almost every week. I got my first uh, science and health during that time when I was over there in the desert and Studying science and health One of the most important things that I learned during that time, which I never learned any time in my life before then, was the power of love. And um, it was important to me, the power of love. And I was learning this, it was new to me, the term, the meaning, what it means to me was all new to me that time, and I would begin to apply it to my almost my daily life, everything that I do and it was actually key to what we were working on, what we were doing over there and imparting the life of people we meet every day. But what I want to share to you tonight happens just a couple of days after 9-11 as I was coming back from evening. Uh, so uh, you know, it was on Sunday morning. I was coming back from Sunday service around twelve o'clock in the afternoon. I I boarded a bus like every 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 other person, and I usually carry my Bible. I don't put them in. I don't put it in a bag. I just I usually carry it in the open. I have no reason to hide it. <laughs> and I was carrying my Bible, sir. So I came to this bus full of people and they saw me and they saw the bible in my hand they were very upset with me with what was going on that time with the vitriol lab they were taking all over the country seeing me and my bible in my hand was very upsetting to them they started saying in their prayers in the arabic praying started praying they move away from me and I was left alone in the island, and I was not afraid. And because I know I didn't do anything wrong, uh, I actually w- was doing good to them. But I was praying in my heart. They were calling their own God, and I was calling my own God. It was like between Elisha, Elijah. <laughs> Elijah, and the prophet of Ba and uh, they decided that they they were gonna throw me out of a moving bus i can understand what we're going through what they they were planning to do and i continued to pray to god that nothing will happen to me because god promised that nothing will happen to me this assurance i believe in it it have never failed me and that they are strongly believing it and I was, as, I was continued, as I was praying, and they were also doing their own thing, I tried not to be distracted by what they were doing, but I still focused on God. I continued to love them the way I always loved them, knowing that I came to their country to be a blessing to every one of them as we all are. And God answered me immediately, like, just like he did, just like he always did, like, just like he did with Elijah. The driver and the conductor of the bus told them that nobody would touch him. If they don't like to drive with us, that they have the opportunity to leave the uh, the uh, bus. That I will not leave the bus, and they're not going to throw me out of the bus. If they don't like to sit here, they can leave the bus. But I'm not leaving. That was God answered prayer, and it was very instant. And... I just thank God for what he has done for me, for what God is doing for his children, because when you watch the TV and you see what's going on in in so many places, and some people, you know, some will begin to wonder, where is God? There's always God in the midst of things. There's no need to doubt God. He's always caring for his children. There's always light. And when the light shines through, through us, Darkness disappears. I'm so grateful to be here tonight.
0: Thank you. Shardell.
13: Hello. My gratitude this evening is for God's plans for us, Mary Baker Eddy's Following of the Christ, my practitioner, and Plainfield Independent Church. It did not come to me until the lesson on man last week, the testimony also last week on Wednesday, March 2nd, and handling Roman Catholicism, and the Round Table March 6th, how how manipulation, intimidation, and domination had an impact on my spiritual life and growth. I had been reading Science and Health and Prose Works on my own, but I really didn't know much about Mrs. Eddy or her early workers and students. I decided to join a branch church. (coughs) At that time and place, you had to meet with a committee if you were seeking membership. I don't remember much except how they kept driving home the point that Mrs. Eddy was only a scribe. I didn't know enough back then to challenge their forceful statements. I was accepted in the church. I must have stayed at the church for over six years because I was an assistant to the Sunday school for three years and was in charge of ushering for a period of time. I do remember that when the Sunday school superintendent wanted to hang a picture of Mrs. Eddy in the Sunday school room, it was forbidden. I started to see the hypocrisy and manipulation, and finally left. It wasn't till a friend told me about the Plainfield Church Independent, and I began attending, that I started to see Mrs. Eddy correctly. And what a blessing! Learning the truth did not instantly wash away the negative indoctrination concerning Mrs. Eddy, or the resentment I had been holding for the branch church but it is actually Mrs. Eddy who helped heal me. No matter how she was maligned, mistreated, she always met the claim with love, never hatred. There are many examples of this to be found in several books about her. My gratitude is enormous for learning the truth about Mrs. Eddy and her place in the prophecy as the woman in the apocalypse, which benefits not only ourselves, but the world. It certainly is correct that when we hunger and thirst for righteousness, we are filled, just as it happened to me. Thank you, Plainfield Church, for being a beacon of truth and the rock on which truth stands and is practiced. Thank you. Good evening.
0: Thank you. Lawrence from Georgia, go ahead.
14: Thank thank you. Thank you very much, Sally, for your readings tonight. I'd like to share what I've gained or what's in uh, three points from Bicknell Young's God is Individual Consciousness. The first one is only the one, there's only one claim ever the mesmeric suggestion of a self apart from God. Secondly, it is always a universal belief being presented to us for acceptance or rejection. And third, with our God-given dominion, we can stand porter at the door of thought and stop any entrance of the false belief or any condition not a part of God's infinite an eternal being. And I'm so happy that the, this testimony I'm going to read is from Australia, clearly illustrates this. It says I was gardening this week out in our street front, cutting mine and a neighbor's long neglected nature strip lawn edge with an edging tool, shovel, and blade. It was a sunny day and I was rejoicing and magnifying the Lord to the outside and having the opportunity to beautify the lawns and neighborhood. A stream of people walked past and said a friendly hello together with comments like tough job, looks like hard work, etc. I was in a good mood until one commented, you are doing great, but you will have a sore back tonight. Was I just a mere mortal toiling away in dirt, in the hot sun by myself, or was I something much more? Isaiah 41:10, in our lesson on man this week, says it well with a promise. Fear thou not, for I am with thee. Be not dismayed, for I am thy God. I will strengthen thee, yea, I will help thee. Yea, I will uphold thee with the right hand of my righteousness. Clearly, I was not simply a struggling mortal working alone, as there is never any separation between omnipotent, omnipresent God and His perfect idea, man and His rightful activities. We are urged by Mary Baker Eddy to stand quarter at the door of thought, admitting only such conclusions as we wish realized in bodily results, then we control ourselves harmoniously. That is from Science and Health 392. I immediately rejected this idea of a soul back from physical labor as untrue and impossible, a life from animal magnetism as I was doing God's work, doing a good deed, reflecting his qualities of care strength, dominion, and joy, and could not be penalized or adversely affected. God was working with me and through me, as Paul says in Acts seventeen twenty eight. for in him we live and move and have our being. That night I slept soundly and worked solidly in the garden the following day with only joy and no adverse effect. Very grateful for proof of God's love, care, and protection, for Christ Jesus, the Way Shower, and for Mary Baker Eddy, our revelator, who demonstrated and delivered this science to all mankind. I'm very grateful to be a member of Plainfield Christian Science Church Independent, for the work of the dedicated members, practitioners, the weekly services, watches, roundtables, and numerous resources on the website reaching out to a weary world with love and thanks to all i am so grateful to be here for christian science and for everything that everybody has shared tonight
0: thanks be to god thank you you. to close our meeting tonight linda will you please announce the last hymn
4: hymn number 274 partners of a glorious hope Lift your hearts and voices up, nobly let us bear the strife, keep the holiness of life, hymn number 274.